Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. The Chiefs theoretically could get better and have a worse finish next year than they did this year. Because it's crazy to say, and we keep coming back to, some will argue the Chiefs had a down year this year and won a Super Bowl. I'll be the first to argue that. <laughs> I know that. It's the craziest thing to say. You know, they were kind of off all year. Now, they won the Super Bowl, but they, <laughs> they were off all year. Man. It's true. They turned the Jets on in the playoffs. Jets in playoffs. That's a weird sentence. It really Very is. Strange, I wasn't yeah. used to saying those right, two words We are together. on Sportsman Like with Evan Canty and Michelle coming to you live from the Seaport. Brought to you by Chase. So Patrick Mahomes yesterday was on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN and had this to say about the attempt to three-peat next year. I'm not going to be done playing anytime soon. Um, I want my I want my, my son to be able to grow up in the locker room like I grew up. So uh, How still got a, a lot of a lot of life left. He's he, he's one years old, just turned one in November. I'm going to work on I'm going to work on getting this three peat man with no no three peat ever. So we're working on that now. It's amazing. Now he wants his son because he grew up in the locker room with his dad as a as a baseball player. Now his son gets to grow up in the locker room, mm-hmm. which means he's not going to be out of there anytime soon. The three-peat is not an unrealistic conversation, despite the fact that it's never been done. You know, the eight teams that have won back-to-back have never gone back to a Super Bowl. Yeah. But we've seen the Warriors and others. Like, we've seen other teams in other sports kind of have this dynasty blueprint, no? Yeah, and just because it hasn't been done in the NFL doesn't mean it's not possible. Patrick Mahomes has had the best six-year start of any quarterback in his career. So, I mean, I I think you have to throw history and – you know, anything else to the win when it comes to how we're framing what we're seeing from the Chiefs over the past half decade. I, I, I'm i not going to doubt Patrick Mahomes but because I've seen his greatness on display time and time again, and the yeah. competitive greatness is unrivaled in the National Football League. He is the best player, the best quarterback, and it's not close. It's by a country mile. So why would we think that the best player in the sport playing the most important position in all of team sports can't will his team back to the big game? Smalls. This team, since he's become the starter, starts every season in the conference championship game. They do. Every single year they've been in the conference championship game since he's been the full-time starter. Why would we think it's, it's unfathomable for them to find themselves back in the Super Bowl? I, I just I, That doesn't make sense to me. So that's why I actually think a three-peat could be in the cards for this group. Because not only would you have to be betting against Patrick Mahomes, you'd have to be betting against Andy Reid to be able to find a way to get there and execute once he's in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey, who mm-hmm. also said that he wants to come back. And Steve Spagnuolo, Steve Spagnuolo and that defense. Well, um, assuming that you know Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed, they're going to find a way to bring both those two back. And with a defense like that and Patrick Mahomes, I'm not going to doubt them. Smalls, let me ask you a question because you brought up a really, really big point. Chris Jones... LeJarrius Sneed. Like, those are two key cogs on their defense. Yes. Two of their three most important players on that side of the ball. How 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 do you prioritize what they do with those two guys? What's the order of operations with Chris, Sneed, Chris Jones and LeJarrius Sneed? Both incredibly impactful. Yeah. But I think you got to go Chris Jones first, Chris right? Jones, yeah. I think you try to work out the long-term deal with Chris Jones first, and you franchise 
tag LeJarrius Sneed, and you figure it out from there, whether you're working out a long-term deal or whether you're going to have to flip him for draft picks. So really good 11-year defensive lineman wants a defensive lineman paid as much as possible? Yeah. No way. I'm yeah, stunned yeah, yeah, by yeah, that. Yeah, that, that I'm that stunned. Part, but does part. he not really? deserve it? Part, does he not deserve part. it, though? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to pay him Nick Bosa money. Nick he Bosa is the highest-paid defensive player. He makes $34 million a year. That's what it's going to have to be for Chris Jones. It's going to make you blush if you're Brett Veach and Eddie Reed. But the guy it deserves it. I mean, he had the what? He had the the third highest pass rush win rate on the season, despite being double teamed, the 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 most in the NFL as a defensive lineman. I just I I don't know, man. You got to pay the guy. Have to. You have to pay him. So I got to be honest. When I ask this question, I don't know the answer, and I'm doing this on purpose. Do you remember after the Warriors went 73 and nine, they lose in the championship to the Cavs, they go get Kevin Durant. The next couple of years, do you remember what they did in the regular season record wise? Because I have no idea. No, not at the top no. of my head. Okay. The reason I'm asking that question is you do the Warriors-Chiefs comp. Are we done talking about the Chiefs in the regular season? Yes, we're Did done. Because we, we made a huge mistake this year. Week by week, we're saying they're not it. They're not good at this. They're not good at that. I'm what was the point? I'm it's done. almost like we should approach next year as there's 31 teams competing in the NFL and there's a dynasty. And they're not the same. It's not, hey, they're one of 32. They're not one of 32. They're one of one, and there's 31 other teams. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the same approach that I did with the Bengals. When they get off to a slow start, I always just defer to the fact that this has happened before. If Joe Burrow is healthy, they'll find a way. I'm doing the same thing with the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't care what the receiving core looks like. I don't care what the record is. As long as they're still within firing distance of getting in the playoffs, I'm going to assume that they're going to punch their ticket, and they're going to be in at least the conference championship game. Yeah, I don't even know. Like, how many times the Patriots were the one seed versus the two seed? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I mean, they went to, what, eight straight conference yeah. championship games? It doesn't. It the, never the, matters. The, the, the Chiefs are starting to have that air of inevitability. Yeah. Right? I don't it, think starting. I think they have it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's it's immutable. It's like gravity. Like, you're, you're going to have to deal with them getting to this point in the season. Now, we've seen them lose in the conference championship. We've seen them lose in the Super Bowl. But that that's where they reside. Their season is not going to end before that. So it's only a matter. The only thing that we're looking for is who are the other three teams that are going to be a part of the Final Four once we get to that part of the calendar in the NFL season. And health, which obviously you can't predict or read into or whatever it may be, right? Well, yeah. I mean, well, listen, as long as 1-5 is healthy, they're going to be there. You're good. good. As long as as 15 is healthy, they're going to be there. Yeah. So here's here's what it comes down to for and the he Chiefs. Usually is, or he'll play through injuries right? too. You, you say he's one of the most no durable players in the NFL. It's crazy. Yeah. So what can happen next year for NFL teams for the other teams that play the Kansas City Chiefs? You can have big wins; they don't have big losses. No such thing. Like the Detroit Lions game one this year. Looking back on it, that was a huge win for the Lions. That told us something. If you have the ability to beat the Chiefs, that tells us a lot about you. It tells us nothing about the Chiefs. No. And they went into Arrowhead and did no. it. No, and, and that's and that's something. always going to be the measuring stick game for every single team. Correct. But it's been that way for. For what, the last five years? So why would we think that that's going to change what we get from the Kansas City Chiefs? They're used to having the target on their back. Of course. You heard Patrick Mahomes before the Super Bowl. They're leaning into the villain role. But I guess my question now becomes, in viewing them as a dynasty, because I think they've officially checked all the boxes, uh, like because of the inevitability of where they end their NFL seasons year in, year out, is this is – this, one of the top dynasties that we've seen. Like, it feels like it's the New England Patriots in that regard mm-hmm. and nobody else. 
That, that's it. So Golden, you're saying in all sports, like recently? I'm saying in the NFL. Oh, NFL. Okay, sorry. So NFL, it's New England. In our lifetime, it's New England because Dallas won the three. Yeah, Dallas won three in, what was that, four, four years? years. Yeah, three two different four years. coaches, obviously. Yeah. San Francisco won a bunch, two different coaches with Walsh and then Seifert, Montana, and then Young. I don't think the qualification of the coach really matters. No, so. I'm just, yeah, there's yeah, some, there's yeah. some factors that go into it. I, yeah. I mean, it feels like the second best dynasty of our lifetime in the NFL. Of our lifetime. Yeah. Right? I mean, historically. Steelers, they won four and six. Yeah, well, that's better. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know, none of us were alive for that yeah. in the 70s. Steelers won four and six. Um, no, it's it's the Patriots and then them. And the thing that, that to me is so remarkable about this is the handoff that occurred. Like, there was no gap in between the dynasties here. It's New England had theirs, and then here, Kansas City, your turn. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were and right in every the other sport, we seemingly have... A huge like the San Francisco Giants won three World Series in five years. Yeah, I don't know that anybody realizes that, and that was in the last f- yeah, ten years yeah. or so. But we had the the Yankees in the late '90s and early 2000s were so relevant, and they were the evil empire. That handoff has not happened yet. No, right? It's still maybe I know Smalls has been pitching the Dodgers as an evil empire kind of they thing. They are, but okay. But to equal that, they have to win like two or three World Series titles. Yeah, they got one for sure. <laughs> I mean, the Warriors were a dynasty, we think, and they still may be going. But what the NFL is just another thing that makes the NFL the best ever is they had this all-time dynasty. And then what they did was they had an all-time dynasty right yeah. after that. It's crazy to think about. And now, you, just like with New England, you couldn't project anybody beating them. They got beaten, but you couldn't project it. And I don't know how you can project anyone to beat Kansas City. I ain't going to do it. You can't. Are you looking at me? I'm not, I'm not going to pick against them. I mean, this is this is this has a chance. It's already an all-time team, but this has a chance to be the best ever. Like if they three-peat, do something that nobody else has ever done in the sport, and their head coach gets to another playoff appearance, which would give him twenty, which nobody has ever done in the sport. If Patrick Mahomes is the starting quarterback when they win a third championship in a row, which nobody has done before, yeah, th- this is this is have this has to be considered. The best ever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the conversation that this team has now entered into with the prospects of what they can do this upcoming season. That is insane to me that we are literally watching history with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs and that this dude is that good this early into his career. Smalls, he's just 28 years old. Crazy. He's just 28 years old. If you're a good quarterback, you, you got at least another decade of runway to compete in the NFL. Like just, I, we're running out of adjectives to describe Patrick Mahomes, but as long as that guy is under center, the Kansas City Chiefs gonna be in this spot every single year. Did you see the post that his wife Brittany Mahomes put out with the text messages between the two of them? Yeah. On January fifth, he texted the family and said, "I decided we're gonna win the Super Bowl. I decided." And then he went out there and did it. Like when we talk <laughs> about him in the goat conversation, the goat and waiting. That's Michael Jordan. I decided we're gonna win the Super Bowl, and then they do it. What was he thinking on no January 4th? <laughs> like, that they weren't going to win the Super Bowl? I don't know. But just- uh, you know, it was a, put my finger in there. Oh, we'll see what happens. But then January 5th, you know I what? I woke, I woke I up this morning. And I was kind of like, you know what? I'm feeling like we're going to win the Super Bowl. You know, I was thinking and about And then with- go out there and, and do it. And then go out there and do it. But doesn't that feel like Michael Jordan, like yes. in watching The Last Dance, him, him yeah. being able to tell his opponent exactly what's going to happen and no one can stop him? No one could stop Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, we talked about it earlier this week, and Greeny did a great job of framing it yesterday, but he said a, a big part of what makes what Mahomes is doing is special is how he's not only shaping his legacy, but he's shaping the legacy of all of his rivals around him. 
Like, think about it. Like, there are going to be guys that don't have a chance to win a chip because Patrick Mahomes is there. Which puts him in the conversation with Michael, like you said, which puts him in the conversation with Brady. It puts him in the conversation with Tiger. And Serena is the number one to me. Yeah, of course. Like, she just annihilated women's tennis where, like, nobody else could come close. I was thinking about this. There's no oxygen for anybody else. No. (laughs) I was thinking, like, when you think about the faces of this dynasty, and and we got to maybe put this um, coming up in a sec, it's Mahomes... It's Kelsey and it's Reed. Is there anyone else that has like the face in the dynasty? Chris Jones has got to be included in that. I got to put Spags in there. Okay, well we're going to continue this conversation. Those, those guys be in uh, there. Plus, are we writing another dynasty off too quickly? We did it a little bit with the Chiefs. Is there another one we may be writing off too quickly? We'll get to that coming up. It's Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small, and when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Unsportsmanlike is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save on commercial auto insurance from Progressive. Get a fast quote at ProgressiveCommercial.com. So when we think about the New England dynasty, we think about owner, head coach, quarterback, right? That's really the faces of the New England dynasty because those are the three that were there the entirety of the time. Mm -hmm. Edelman, Gronk, they were not there the entirety of the time. With Kansas City, we know it's... Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. Are we putting anybody else in terms of the faces of the dynasty? I have to put Steve Spagnuolo in there because they don't win without the efforts from their defense and some of the things that Spags has dialed up. So it's hard for me to leave him off that list because he's been integral to their continued success. Yeah, and along that same line with that theme on defense, I got to go with Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. Like He's been the best player on that defense. He's one of the best defensive players in all of football. And he doesn't get the credit that he nearly deserves because everything that they do on the offensive side of the ball, including Patrick Mahomes, overshadows the other aspects of that roster. Chris Jones is one of the finest players in the NFL. So we're looking at four slash five. It's weird. We don't put ownership, even though we should. The Hunt family is a legendary family in the NFL. We don't don't put the general manager We don't put Brent Veach. And it's not a knock on him. He's just not front and center. Right, And so Chris Jones and then Steve Spagnuolo would be the additional faces of that dynasty. Speaking of dynasties, and maybe we shouldn't have written off 
The Warriors have been excellent as of late, have won five games in a row. They are playing against the Clippers tonight, uh, a game that will be seen on ESPN at 10 p.m. Eastern time. But now there's a big back and forth, or there continues to be a back and forth, between Draymond Green and Yusef Nurkic of the Phoenix Suns. So that's the player that Draymond obviously went after, gets suspended indefinitely, however you want to call that, went and... Got they hit whatever. him in the, yeah. him in the no, face. No, nobody's defending that. I just don't know if yeah. they called it technically a suspension versus leave of absence or whatever it is. Um, I'm sorry, Clippers Warriors. Uh, yeah, Clippers Warriors tonight, ESPN. Yeah. So these two guys have not stopped, right, going at each other. And Draymond on his podcast, courtesy of the volume, had this to say about the back and forth with the Suns over the weekend. Just to go question my character, I thought was whack. But like guys, guys are making a habit out of that. Um, him and Kevin questioned my character before, you know, as if you go question somebody's character about a basketball game as if this not real life, as if that don't affect people's pockets. Like, I think all of it was really cowardly, if you want my honest opinion. Yeah, I did what I did. I take my stuff on the chin. We spoke about that. I still stand on that. I meant every word I said about it. But if you want to know the truth about that, I think all of it was cowardly. I think, you know, you start going to question somebody's character in front of the whole world. It's why. So I think they all whack, both of them. So. Well, we knew that he thinks Kevin Durant was whack when they were teammates. We, we, <laughs> we knew that. <laughs> they have the weirdest relationship of any two people maybe in sports because they were like so close, which is why they played together. They played together and they had a famous breakup based on the stuff that, that Draymond said to him in that game against the Clippers, amongst other things. Then like a year or two later, they do an interview with each other where they're blaming everybody else for the breakup and not them. Then we think that they're all cool. Now they're against each other again. I can't figure them out for the life of me. But Nurkic went on Twitter and said, all, like when he was responding to what Draymond had to say, all good, bad boy. Just don't say, stay too long on the podcast. going to be late for a therapy session. Crying face emoji. Yeah. We really doing that? It needs an extra O on the two, though. That's right, yeah. yeah. Notice that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're really going to do that? You want to go at Draymond, fine. If Draymond, this triggered Draymond to better himself and get help. He's not better, though. Yeah. Not, not, not better. based on that sound by Draymond Green ain't better. Oh, I know, but I'm saying the, the idea of making fun of, of somebody for going to therapy is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah there's that part. And, and that's, and that's yeah. not something that you should do. I mean, we, we all acknowledge that Yusef Nurkic is, is tone deaf and he's in the wrong. But, but here's the thing. Yeah. Draymond Green hasn't learned his lesson. Like to, to say that it's whack for people to question your character when you've showed us time and time again that it should be questioned based on what you're doing on the court and putting players in harm's way with your actions that are not basketball related. Yeah, absolutely. We should question your character. Yeah, but you said something that I've never heard before starting to work with you that I have now used in my daily conversation when talking about this. And that is putting the word sports in front of character. And I think that's what he was saying to me. You can question his. Mm. Well, okay. No. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. You can question his sports character, but not his real life character. No. When you're choking no. people and you're hitting them, that's that beyond sports character. That's that character. That's part, when, that you, part, when you're that putting part, other I'm, I'm people in physical danger yeah. and you could actually hurt them, that is beyond sports character yeah. to me. Okay. You can make that argument. Albert, and that is Albert fine. Haynes were stumping on Andre Garrard's face, my teammate, once upon a time. That's not sports character. That's just character. Okay, yeah. but in Dominic you're, you're stumping on somebody's face with cleats on. Right. That, that's just character. You're that's not, to hurt even somebody. though it happens in the context of a sporting event, that's not sports character. That's just normal character. Like any normal human being would know 
I ain't supposed to stomp on somebody's face with cleats on. Just like any normal human being would know, it's not okay to waylay somebody in the head. I, I agree. But like Indomitian Sue, former defensive lineman, famously had on-field incidents and famously off the field is like the nicest guy in the world. So how do we, dis- how do we separate the two? Like, that's a guy that had famous incidents where he got in trouble. He didn't punch somebody in the he head. He stepped on them, and he slammed he the stepped, heads He down. stepped on a guy's hand, which is bad enough. Yeah, he right, stepped it, on a guy's hand. And in real life? It, 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 that, that's fine. But here's what I'm saying. He's not punching somebody in the head. He didn't put a player in a chokehold. Repeat offender. Like, the, the, the history of Draymond Green, the pattern. And here's the thing. We're just talking about events that happened this year. Right. right. We ain't even going back years right. ago when he kicked LeBron James in the ground. Like, we're not even going to that. We're just talking about this season. So This season. We have a full body of work. Yeah. But all of this said, and I, we could dispute this all we want. All of this said, Draymond has had the stuff that causes him to get penalized on the court. However we want to look at that. When he plays, he's awesome. And they've won five games in a row since they literally switched up the entire starting lineup and put him at center now. It's six foot five, six foot six. Kaminga, Jonathan Kaminga is very young, is playing really well. And I have not written this, this team off. Brian Winhorst said something, NBA Today, and on his podcast, Hoop Collective, he said, I would rather write the Warriors off one day late than one day early. And I have used that all year, and I still feel like they're alive. And the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl really makes me think, you know what? I'll write them off one day late versus one day early. Yeah, clearly they're a different team when Draymond's out on the floor. You see a renewed sense of energy. You see a different version of Steph. And maybe it would be foolish to write them off. I I mean, we just had conversations ad nauseum about how we're not going to do it with the Kansas City Chiefs. And that championship DNA, that dynasty DNA, it's still there. So I see where you're coming from. They're still alive for you? No, they're not alive for me. They've, I think I think really con- I think context in the win streak actually matters. They beat one good team and one team that we think could possibly be good, right? Like I mean, I'm just looking at they've won five straight. They've won seven of eight during that span. The only impressive wins to me that they've had a win against the Indiana Pacers on the road, but the Pacers play no defense, and the win against the Phoenix Suns, which was by one point on Saturday night. That's it. Which is the game that sparked a lot of the. Uh, that, that's the it. That, that's it. So I mean I, I'm 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 not impressed. Like I, I I'm not impressed. I don't know how sustainable it is, and I don't know it going with that small lineup how you're going to have success against some of these Western Conference powers that have size on the front line. That's a terrible matchup for you. Like I was watching OKC versus Orlando last night. The 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 thin man is a problem. Chet Holmgren is an absolute problem. Oh, you you want to march out that Draymond Green at center lineup against that group? Good luck with that. I'm actually confident against that group. Good, good luck with that. <laughs> I am. I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm not confident with them against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Like all of these upstart teams that people are saying, oh, they might not have championship pedigree. Yeah, but you know what? They're going to pose a bad matchup for the Golden State Warriors from a personnel standpoint. And this is not peak Golden State. These are guys that are in the twilight of their prime, and I'm not sure they have enough horsepower. I'm not sure they have enough gas in the tank in order to get it done against those squads, which they're going to be facing a lot earlier in the playoffs, given where they're at in the standings. But it does make me nervous to write them off after I wrote off the Kansas City Chiefs all season long and they just won the Super Bowl. I I think you can be all right. You can write them off. I I think you can write them off. Okay, the spin positively. Steph Curry has been as great as he's ever been. Draymond Green is back and as under control as Draymond could be. He's under control, playing a position that probably makes sense for him despite his height. Right, Mm -hmm. He's a point center. 
They talked about that two-timeline thing forever now, which didn't work out. James, see James Wiseman, yeah. right? But Kaminga is now a guy where they have a lob Good threat, player. a slasher that they didn't have previously. And by the way, if Chris Paul comes back and he's got anything left in the tank, you know, their second unit is all of a sudden pretty good. Like, I just think there's still life with this team. I think their dynasty is still alive, less alive, obviously, than the Chiefs, but I'm not ready to write them off. Man, they must be on life support in your world. This well, dynasty on life, life support. support is still alive, are they oh, not? Man. If you're on life support, you're still alive. Let me ask you a question. Looking at the top five teams in the West, who yeah. are you picking the Golden State Warriors over in a seven-game series? So, right, that's the thing. If we're going to project it out in the playoffs, right, I would still, and this is not fair, but because I haven't seen it before, I'd still feel comfortable with them against Minnesota and Oklahoma City. Did you see Minnesota the other night? I understand, but I still feel comfortable. Did you see them against the Clippers? I still feel comfortable with <laughs> them. The Clippers wasn't clipping that night. <laughs> the te- that's the team that I would not pick them over necessarily Hell if everybody's no. healthy. But Kawhi's not playing tonight, by the no, way. No, he's not playing tonight. But, I mean, Ka- listen. What you pick the, them over the, Phoenix? The, the Clippers with Kawhi Leonard? They're nasty. They won the, I'd say they're going to win the championship. Let me tell you something. I will say this, and this is going to sound like a hot take. All things being equal, Kawhi Leonard healthy is the biggest X factor in the NBA. He's the best player in the NBA when healthy. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like, and like that's Ka- not a shot Ka- at, Kawhi at Leonard, Jokic. Kawhi Leonard when he's healthy, I, he's above Steph Curry. When he's healthy, he, and I know people don't want to say that because of where Steph Curry ranks in the pantheon of all time greats, greatest shooter the game has ever seen. I'm gonna tell you what with these with these with this season with these playoffs, if Kawhi Leonard is healthy, he's gonna have more impact on his team having success than Steph Curry can. I, I don't think there's much debate on that, and I love Steph Curry. I think Kawhi's ridiculous. Well, we just haven't seen Kawhi Leonard healthy well, that's, on the court for the see, last, what, three years? That's the problem. When you see that he's out tonight, it could be nothing with nothing, but your mind starts racing of, uh-oh, does this start something here? Yeah, but he's played in so many games this I year know, already. I know. <laughs> I uh, mean, today, today is a big day. He's played in 48 games. I know. It's, it's like more than he's played in seven seasons. <laughs> uh, today is a big day. It's Valentine's Day, and pitchers and catchers report. Smalls with love, next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Does this hit the same way the NFL music hits? For Smalls, it does. Right? I don't know. The NFL no? music is yeah, so good. <laughs> yeah, we got to work on this one. It's good. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, it's you're not going to like this because you guys love the NFL music. And I sent this to CC a couple of weeks ago, and he won't admit it. But the old NBA and NBC music is better than the NFL music. Said it. 
Oh, I admit it. Oh, you do admit it. I admit it. it yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There well, was we... something comfort- comforting about coming home after church on Sunday and having the NBA triple header on NBC. You knew one of the games was oh. going to be the Chicago Bulls. Oh, God. You, <laughs> you just watched Michael. You, oh. you knew it. I mean, you knew it. And it was going to be a great day. And no doubt. Great no day. No question. Valentine's Day. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Smalls is in heaven today. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> Valentine's. Well, actually, I can't read my notes with these glasses on, so we're going to have to take them off. But I did bring props. That's how excited I am to be able to talk a little baseball. There we go. Here are my top three storylines as we head into str- spring training, fellas. And I hate to do this to you, Cece, but I got to kick things off with the New York Yankees. Mm. Last year, their offense, not so great, as you're aware. 24th in OPS, 25th in runs scored. They're hoping that pairing... Juan Soto with Aaron Judge could be a winning combination, and it feels like it, right? Doesn't it feel Mm -hmm. like having Juan Soto wear the pinstripes alongside Aaron Judge is classic Yankees? There's going to be some interesting lineup construction things that are happening with the Yankees. You have a lot of talent there. You obviously have Judge and Soto, and I know that Judge said that he prefers that Soto's in the two-hole and he's going to hit third, but then you still have Stanton, you have Torres, you have LeMahieu, you work in another lefty option with Alex Verdugo, a healthy Anthony Rizzo, Volpe. Um, Interesting to see how they not only build this lineup, but Soto slotting into it. I'm going to tell you one other Yankee storyline that is going to be a storyline all year long. It's not fair to anyone involved, but I got to bring it up. Somebody that I've loved for years as a guy and as a manager and as a player. The Yankees recently hired Joe Girardi to work at their Yes Network, the television network for the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Aaron Boone theoretically has been on the hot seat for a while. Yeah. Hasn't actually been on the hot seat at all, though, right? Yeah, we feel like Boone and Cashman have both been on the hot seat, yet they haven't been. But yeah, but the, so, but the Soto move, though, the Soto move is, is basically putting both of them on the clock. So Joe Girardi now is required for his job to watch every single Yankee game. I'm not even suggesting that he's definitely going to manage the team. I think he could run the team as a general manager if, if they wanted one day. I'm just saying it will be Joe's not angling for anything. It's going to be a storyline that the guy that won a World Series with them in 09 – Northwestern educated, brilliant guy, is just hovering all season. I'm just going to say it like this. You traded for Soto this offseason, and you have the two best players in the AL now that Shohei Otani is with the Dodgers. You got Aaron Judge and the Cy Young Award winner, Garrett Cole. Y- y'all, y'all better finish better than fourth in the American League East. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, like you're on notice now. That offense better like, be think better. Think about this. You were, you were 19 games back of the division Embarrassing. winner. Embarrassing. 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 This is supposed to be the championship window. Remember, once upon a time, Brian Cashman said, I'm not going to sacrifice you know, a championship for championships. That was his justification for not trading away young players and guys that are no longer even on the team, like Miguel Andahar. Like, you didn't want to get rid of guys like that. <laughs> That's and, a thing. And, they and, really did not want to get rid of that guy. Yeah, exactly. And, and now we're sitting here as a team that finished 19 games back of the division winner, and that division winner was a team that you dominated in the Baltimore Orioles. You've dominated the Baltimore Orioles up until this year, and now it feels like the tide has turned. So you got the best pitcher in the American League. You got the best overall player in Aaron Judge and and the position player in the American League. And you got Juan Soto. You, You better finish better than fourth in the American League. You better win the damn division and go on a deep playoff run. Otherwise, we need to be talking about running out Brian Cashman and 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 uh, and his boy Aaron Boone. For baseball's sake, we need the Bronx Bombers back. 
We need that offense to be high-powered for baseball's sake. Yeah. Baseball's I, I, better when the Yankees here's are Here's the thing. It's either going to be really, really good or really, really bad, Smalls. And with Cashman and Boone, you just never know. You never do. You just never know. We'll it be will be spectacular, attention. though. They're starting to have a New York Jets kind of feel around the Yankees. Ooh, I know that, they don't what, want, I know what people a don't want to call it. They're starting to have a Jets kind of feel around the Yankees. What a dick. I'm, I'm not a Yankee guy. That seems a little much. <laughs> well, you, you say it. It's been, it's been the longest championship drought that we've had since the 80s. Oh, I hope you're right. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying the longest shot. Think about it. 2009 was a long time ago, guys. Sure was. Sure was. Long time ago. Good. I hope you're right. Now, wait. Does that does that mean Juan Soto's Aaron Rodgers in this comparison? Yeah, he's in a cave right now. The guy they brought training. brought in to be the savior is that the? Is that, maybe, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. No. Okay, well, next, let's stay in that division. I'm going to borrow from you, CC. Okay, you mentioned the Baltimore Orioles. I'm interested to see how the Orioles respond to the surprising amount of success that they had last year. They had 101 wins. They went to the ALDS. Everyone felt like maybe they were a year early on their success. They were America's darling, but with that success comes renewed expectations this year. All of a sudden, what happened in the playoffs? Last year is not going to be tolerated this year, but specific to spring training, they have a lot of young talent on this Orioles team. You have Adley Rushman, Gunnar Henderson, Grayson Rodriguez, but my eyes are trained to Jackson Holiday. He was the 2022 mm-hmm. number one overall draft pick. He's trying to earn a job and make his big league debut this spring. Trust me, this kid is an absolute stud. He's a star in the making. He came up as a shortstop, but I think we could see him starting at second base for the Orioles, and I think he's going to be an amazing addition to this team, and I think if he does earn that starting spot he's going to make an impact early on well uh for all those who may not know who jackson holiday is i'm going to make you feel old he's matt holiday's the former outfielder's son wow we are wow. old we are old because matt holiday <laughs> feels like he played last week that's and right. uh i know he did not obviously but that's his son which is just amazing also they're really well managed with brandon hyde and they just picked up corbin burns former cy young award winner so the orioles for the first time in seemingly forever have World Series pressure on them, which they is do. amazing. They do. Adley Rushman, best catcher in the American League? Pretty good. Pre- pre- pretty good. I mean, he's pretty damn good. And what is he, 26? I mean, he's 25. 25. There you go. <laughs> pretty young. Were you just looking at me thinking I know Adley Rushman's age off the top of my head? Evan, you know everything. You I do, do know everything. Not, not that. Do I don't know. You do know everything. Keep it pushing. Next. Keep it pushing. Next. Okay, we're going to talk about the Dodgers. The Dodgers. All eyes are on LA this season. They've assembled quite possibly the most annoying super team. They're going to annoy oh, me all season long. So Everybody's so geeked right now because they saw all that footage of Shohei Otani hitting BP, but that's not what I'm paying attention to this spring training. It's mm. all about Yoshinobu Yamamoto for me. Yeah. How is his stuff going to play in the majors? We know what he did in the Nippon Professional Baseball League. He won the, trip, the triple crown for pitching. He led the league in wins, ERA, and strikeouts, mm. and he won Japan's equivalent to the Cy Young Award three years running. Oh, and he's 25 years old, okay? He got a massive contract with the LA Dodgers, $325 million to be exact. And the early commentary around him is that his stuff is absolutely nasty. He's been dotting everywhere as he's known to do. Alden Gonzalez actually has a great piece on Yamamoto up at uh, .com. You should check it out. But I'm really interested to see in spring training if his stuff translates immediately to Major League Baseball. couple of things in the Dodgers. First off, Smalls every Thursday goes on Mason in Ireland, 1P to 4P Pacific. <laughs> time ESPN LA 710 are you trying to get fired off of that show you hate on the Dodgers and you hate on the Rams I'm just being honest they I like know. me because I'm <laughs> honest she's an honesty bro my god hey I and hate on the Rams but I said their window is open and I can hate them but you be honest in my assessment that's you fair. did say you that, did say that. Um, I don't know if you guys saw so Shohei Otani I guess had batting practice at I yesterday. saw it yes yeah. I think he hyped. took 21 swings 
in batting practice. Ten of them were home runs. Yeah. He's a monster. He's ridiculous. And there's nothing this guy can't do, although he can't pitch this year because of injury. But it's a, so Otani to you is not the most interesting piece on the no, Dodgers? No, Yamamoto really? is. The $700 million know, man. Because I know what Shohei Otani is. I mean, we're looking at it right now on the television side. I don't know if Yamamoto is going to translate immediately to Major League Baseball. I mean, we know what, what he's been able to do. 49 and 16, 1.44 ERA, 580 strikeouts. He's an absolute monster, but we haven't seen him in Major League Baseball yet. I mean, the top of the rotation is pretty filthy, though. Will you add him, Tyler Glass now, and then you got Clayton Kershaw? Don't even. Look at at him, bitch. I mean, mean, it's just, it's it's nasty. Yet, if they were all in the Cardinals. It's nasty. We probably still wouldn't win. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Oh, my God. I'm down on the Cardinals. Wait, I mean, so you yeah. think the Yankees are the Jets, basically, and you're saying the Cardinals, even if they had all the Dodgers players, would not win? No, because What's the, happening the in baseball? Cardinals don't win when they're stacked. They need, like, the David Ecksteins and David Freezes, the Memphis Mafia to come in. They, they need that, that quirky, edgy, gritty team in Boy, order to really win. They really are the Patriots, huh? Please. Yeah, they are. They are. You don't want to admit it. She's over us saying that. <laughs> Pat Costello's over something next on Sportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Pat Costello, our weatherman, our meteorologist. <laughs> Check at Unsports ESPN for that from yesterday. Pat did an unbelievable job going out in the blizzard and uh, giving us a weather report. Each and every day, he gives us things that he's over in sports, life, entertainment. Go ahead, Pat. Yeah, I made a great point in that intro. How does Doc Rivers keep getting these coaching opportunities? How are the Bucks so much worse? They're terrible. They stink. He's going to be like working with us again in like a week. Is so, he, are we already talking about him on the hot seat? Uh, I watched that game last night against Miami. Miami was the depleted team. I was thinking about something. At what point do we put this on the players, not the coaches? They've had three coaches now in less than a year, and they have no effort on defense. Does scheme really matter? I mean, defense is the, I mean, I know it does, but defense is the kind of thing that to me, I look at it and say, it's just an effort thing to start. Yeah. At some point, if you have to keep changing the coach, when are we going to point the finger at the players? I'm so with you on that one. Maybe the common threat is them. Not maybe. I mean, it is. They just don't, they're not aggressive on defense. Something seems off. I don't want to speculate too much, but Dame Lillard didn't ask to be there. 
Mm. And Dame Lillard's been excellent offensively. But you have to wonder, if you had your mindset on, I want to go one place or just stay where I've been for the last decade, if being in another place has thrown him off. And that could be any place. It's not mm-hmm. just Milwaukee. I don't want to make it about that. I just I had that thought last night. Now, they were playing Miami, so maybe that's why I had that thought. But something is clearly off with that. But team. here's the thing. The two stars don't get a passport not me being able to make it work. You're right. Right? You know what I mean? Like, Gian, right. Giannis decided that he was going to sign an extension after they made the move to bring over Damian Lillard. It's a big swing by the organization. They've done everything they can to support their superstar player, who has won them a championship. Yes. But the goal should be to have a dynastic run, especially when you add an all-NBA caliber player like Lillard, and the fact that they are underwhelming through the majority of the season up until the All-Star break is highly concerning. I mean, again, they fired Adrian Griffin, and they had a top-three record in the Eastern Conference. They are sounding the alarm for us. Yes. And again, I think this is going to reflect on both of those players' legacy if they get paired up and they can't get it done. I want to say I could be wrong on this. I want to say they're eleven and twelve in their last twenty-three games. Yeah, wow. I mean, when you when you have the win that you had the other night against the Nuggets, and then you get embarrassed last night, that's that's uncalled. Without Jimmy Butler playing for Miami, like, like, no, who Rozier. was playing for Miami last night? You probably you, you, you don't want me to answer you, that. You want no, to talk no, about no, getting no, in the weeds? But, but I'm just saying you're better off saying who who wasn't playing. Yeah, who was? You know, there was nobody on the court that you would know, right. and they lost that game. Not good. That's not good. The inconsistency is is what has that is the best word to frame what we've seen from the Bucks so far. Inconsistency, and again, like I said, I think this season if it ends disastrously, is going to stick to the legacies of both of those players because they're viewed as all time greats. The fact that they're both together and they can't figure it out and get this done, that, that's an indictment on them. I'll make a statement. I don't, I don't think it's inconceivable that Dame Lillard plays one season for the Bucks. Wow. I don't think that's inconceivable. I think it could be like, hey, you know what? This kind of didn't work for any of us here. We're going to go our separate ways. We're going to move you somewhere and we'll like, know our feelings. We'll get you to Miami. <laughs> if he we'll ends up Miami. there. We'll get you to Miami. Next one, Pat. <laughs> I've asked this question a lot. Nuno can back me up on this, and I still have yet to get a satisfying answer. Why is it that Caleb Williams is the number one pick? I feel like everyone just went, yeah, Caleb's number one, and then nobody questioned it. But I have never seen a good justification for why he is, except people think that he plays like Patrick Mahomes, which I guess, I don't know, when? I mean, listen, I was watching Caleb Williams highlights last night, and I get it. They're highlights. But first of all, there were a hell of a lot of them. First of all, I watched 30, 30 45 minutes of highlights. Wow. The guy has that, that uncanny playmaking ability, and he has this pocket awareness that, that, is, that is next level. Like just his ability to be able to manipulate the pocket – being able to climb the pocket and make big boy throws, but also escape the pocket. He's not the fastest, but this is a guy that's really, really elusive, much in the same way of Patrick Mahomes. Like we were talking about it uh, on Monday when we came in and talked about the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes in the second half of that game in overtime, using his legs to be a playmaker, using his legs to buy time, using his legs to scramble for first downs, that made a huge difference in terms of the outcome of the game. And I see a lot of that in Caleb Williams. The improvisation of what we're seeing from Caleb Williams, that's one of the things that people think translates to the next level, and that's why people make the comp to Patrick Mahomes. Is that satisfying for you, Pat, or no? So you're saying he's the clear-cut one pick, Canty? It's close. I'm going to say that it's close. That, that Drake Mayfellow, let me tell you something. He can spin it. He can spin it. Everybody's talking about Jaden Daniels and all the Just Just look at Drake May play. Watch him throw the football. I mean, the, the, the kid can sling it around the yard. The kid, the kid probably 
has the edge in athleticism Ooh. with Kayla Williams. Wow. Like, if you're comparing the two head-to-head, Drake May looks like the better athlete. So you Like, done- he's bigger, stronger, faster. Like, he looks like the better athlete. Now, arm strength is is comparable, but, like, in terms of the eye, t- like, the physical look when they go to the combine, Wait. Drake May is going to blow some people away. So he's bigger, stronger, faster. It, the arm strength is, com- is comparable, and he can spin it. Yet we're saying definitively Caleb Williams is the number one pick. Because of the improvisation. Okay. Because of the, the play bay, his ability to manipulate the pocket, eyes in the back of his head, seeing defenders and making guys miss. Like, there, there, there's that smoothness to his game. Like Patrick Effortless Mahomes. at times. Effortless, exactly. That's the best way to say it. No, so, Evan, I'm not satisfied to answer your question. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so um, – you're doing the draft for ESPN Radio coming up in a month yeah, or two, whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we're all doing the draft, though, right? We're going to make it a show trip to Detroit? I, I, I've i never been to Detroit. To, I would to love be determined. it. Yeah, um, yeah. They, 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 I mean, in, in April, you can still wear fur coats in Detroit. I would love it. There I, you go. There you go. <laughs> we'll revisit the mob wife. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, question then. You've done your tape study on Caleb. You've done it on Drake May. Have you done it yet on Jaden Daniels? No. I, so there's here's a the thing. That, it's not even tape study. This is just watching the highlights. It's okay. kind of as a draft primer, but... Yeah, I'll do so a there's deep, a chance that Jaden Daniels could jump both of them or drop down. There could be another one in the mix. I don't see Jaden Daniels jumping either one of them. Okay. Guys. Not in my not in my eyes. Right, and, not, and not in the eyes of people that I've talked to that have been around both players. Well, Field Yates' mock draft came out today, and we're going to talk to Field in less than an hour because uh, Jaden Daniels went up in his, so we will okay. do that in a little bit. Uh, Pat, next one. Tiger Woods has been getting crushed for his new logo and his yeah. new line, and I have no idea why. I think the new logo looks fantastic. I you think the do. new line looks like it's going to be really cool, and I don't get why people are hating on this so much. It, it, you think that this is really great? I think it looks great. I think it's, it's a Tiger, obviously. It's got 15 marks for his 15 majors. The Sunday Red thing is synonymous with Tiger. So, yeah, I think it looks phenomenal. Just Why is Sunday Red three words That's and what not I don't two? Like. Okay, I don't so like that it's broken There's a up. reason, there's know, a reason for that. I heard like McAfee it. talk about this, that I guess the ex- marketing executives thought that three words or three syllables is what catches people's attention. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a spin. I feel like they just couldn't get it two words, and so they just went with three. Yeah, maybe they couldn't get the copyright on it. That logo looks like a placeholder. That's for that's the real what logo. Like. I mean, that's what that's I just heard. Not be talking like. about that, so I don't. I don't know. I'm not. I, that's what Pat was told by the marketing people, or that's what it was put out there. Well, maybe in another scenario, those three syllables are breaking it up that way would be more effective, but not when we already talk about Tiger Woods and he's synonymous with Sunday Red. It flowing that way, not Sunday Red. Yeah, but everyone's just gonna say Sunday Red. I, I just don't like it. I don't like how they broke it up into three like that. Or the logo. Uh, the logo is fine. There I mean, is. Are they gonna st- get sexy red to have to be a spokesperson? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sunday I don't red. Know if I Sunday, can see that. Sexy red or Sunday red? <laughs> okay. <See>? So <laughs> we. I agree with Pat. I feel like we're criticizing it just because, like, we like we just decide to. No, it's because the, the, the no. Sunday part is throwing me off. The I ain't gonna lie to you. The, sun, the Sunday doesn't make sense. Is all time awesome. Yeah. And I expected more from Sunday red. All right, coming up. Um, we're going to get back into the Super Bowl fallout, but there is a story that just came out that if this thing actually happened, it would have arguably been the biggest trade in the history of sports. We'll get to that next on Sportsman. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.